Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Jamin. I'm Nikki Willis, and I'm Jamin. And today, we're not only going to talk about it, but we are going to debate. That's right, y'all. We're going to have an argument right here on this here podcast. All right, the pros and the cons of down payment assistance. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Before we get into this great debate of down payment assistance, I want to remind you to make sure you subscribe to this channel. That's right. Hit that button down there and hit the bell so that you are notified every time we upload new content. All right. You ready to debate me? I'm ready. Okay. So, Jamin is in the affirmative. He will be for down payment assistance yes, and I will be against down payment assistance which is not easy um, work okay yeah you do okay. have many years okay. ahead of me but i was gonna say that's not like totally off from what our actual beliefs are so we are going to debate both sides and let me first start off by saying it really is whatever is right for you okay so we are um not trying to steer you in any way but we do want you to know both sides and we want you to be able to make an informed decision and also make sure you take some of these questions that we have back to your loan officer ask them and um yeah hopefully this video will help you just make a more informed decision and um help you as you purchase your home maybe your first time home buyer or um you know looking to to build wealth through real estate okay let's do this mm -hmm. the, all right the, the passionate pros and cons of down payment assistance yeah yeah i that's so see. that's what you're about to see that's what that's what's about to go down mm -hmm. listen i brought notes you want to have this debate oh i'm gonna bring my notes all right uh, so sure, sure. i brought notes people we're all right. One pro or one con, or we're doing all pro or all con? We're going to do, let's do a pro and a con. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Um. All right. So, Jay, you are the affirmative. You want to start off with your opening statement? Okay. So, we're talking about is down payment assistance worth it? And we're going to talk about the pros and the cons. My first, I object. <laughs> My first pro okay. to down payment assistance is it provides an opportunity for people who otherwise wouldn't be able to purchase a home with the ability to purchase a home. Mm -hmm. So when I say that, I mean they qualify credit wise, they qualify debt to income ratio wise, they just don't have the down payment, which is like the missing piece of the puzzle in order for them to buy a home. So that is my first uh, pro. So I will get further deep into it, but I will stay just, I'll stay on the surface yeah, like right now. Level. Stay on the surface right now. Okay. So a lot of people have what's the American dream. Now the American dream is changing right before our eyes, as you see like every day. 
the reason, well, one of the reasons why the American dream is changing is the goal of home ownership is getting harder to obtain. Um, I'll talk about some of the reasons why it's being harder to obtain. So basically just on a level of 10 years ago in this city where we live, you could buy a single family home for 150,000. Mm -hmm. So 3% of 150,000 versus what the median price of a house right now is way higher. So let's just focus on like 150,000. So if a person doesn't have the money for their down payment, they still have to live. They yes. still have to pay a housing expense. So if they want to own versus rent, and the only thing that's stopping them is the down payment, if they can receive some assistance, they can become a homeowner. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put a pin in it because that's my first kind because I don't want to go okay. too far okay. and, you know, get ahead and then, you know, <clears throat> it, it goes further. But let's go with your, your con. Okay. So then the first con, okay, you, you just said that, you know, the, the goalpost is moving, right? Right before mm -hmm. our, our eyes. Um, but let's talk about interest rates, okay? Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the first con, which uh, for down payment assistance is you are going to actually get a slightly higher rate because they are taking on that that down payment that you would um, essentially have if you were to, to save up. And now I understand that, yes, we want people to get in homes and things like that, but what if there was just a slight delay, not necessarily... You know, it, it would take you, you know, a very long time. But, you know, people get into into debt and into trouble a lot of times around instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you just have the patience to save up more of what you need, then you could essentially go ahead and, and use that down payment that you've saved your very own money for and not have that higher interest rate. Interest rates right now are now in the fives, right? Depends. Okay. 4 okay, well, 4.999, <laughs> we're gonna round it up to five, okay. all right? Having an even higher interest rate, and you and I have talked about that, interest rates do make a very big difference. And a lot of times people look at, okay, what can I afford per month? If you're looking at what you can afford per month, that higher interest rate, in the long run, can really hinder you. Can I comment on your comment? Should I go to one of my? Oh, go ahead and count. Go ahead and count, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that is true. So a con is, if you get down payment assistance, you will have a slightly higher uh, increase in your interest rate. Mm -hmm. And the higher down payment assistance you get, the higher the interest rate bump will be. Right. Here's the problem. Okay. We both know, and a lot of people watching right now knows that it's much, right now, it's cheaper to buy than to rent. So if you take, if I wait, sign a one-year lease on a house, and that payment on the rental is going to be higher than, even if I took down payment assistance, got a slightly higher rate, it's still going to be higher than if I took the slightly higher bump. 
And on top of that, it's the same thing as with a car. If you need a car, you need a car. So a first time home buyer is going to take whatever, they have to take whatever rate is currently right now. If somebody's already in the house, mm -hmm. they can buy their time because they already are a homeowner. They're taking advantage of the, the tax deduction for being a homeowner. They're taking advantage of appreciation. Um, every mortgage payment, they're paying down into something. A person who's renting wants to get in a home. So whatever mm -hmm. is the best rate that they can get for their particular situation, that's more likely what they're going to have to go with. Now, I'm not saying that that's not a real thing. And another problem is the goalpost is being moved further away mm -hmm. because down payment assistance programs didn't used to be how they are right now. So if you got down payment assistance, it didn't automatically mean a bump in your interest, your interest rate. Mm -hmm. So that's a different conversation, but... You and know. that's a con. You've proved my point. Think for me. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, it's still cheap. Okay. It's still it's still better financially on a monthly basis to buy even with a slightly higher interest rate mm -hmm. than to rent. Okay. Here here's my thing. One. Okay. So one, you said you know they they have to take uh, whatever the interest rate is at the time, right? Yes, mm -hmm. we get that, right? And that's why we want you to to lock your rate, like when you. Um, are pre-approved approaches want you to get that house so that you can get in that lock rate which i get okay but now you're speaking about just you know getting whatever you're given and see that goes to my second point which talks about restrictions now with some down payment assistance programs they could be restricted based on um they could be restricted based on location Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so it might not necessarily be where you want to move. Also, some other restrictions could be like how you qualify, you know, um, down payment assistance um, mostly applies to first time home buyers. Um, also, income level and all kinds of other requirements that are more strict. Right. So now you're looking at that. Um, then you're looking at um, sometimes there can be restrictions as far as um, when you resell, when you can resell or when you can refinance. So there's a lot of, of fine print that you read in there that might, necess might not necessarily be worth it in the long run. So you need to consider all those questions. And when you're looking at down payment assistance, um, I want you to ask your loan officer these questions. You know, what are the, the restrictions here? You know, um, is there a penalty if I want to sell soon? Um, or, you know, in, in the next five years or 10 years or whatever, is there a penalty for that? Um, is there, are there restrictions in location? Because they might, um, there's one down uh, payment assistance program, can't remember the name of it. If I do, I'll put it below. But the one um, for rural areas. Well, some people don't want to live in rural areas. Some people want to live, you know, in the suburbs or in the city. So that, you know, unless you want to give up location and live out there, that's not going to be um, a program that is a good fit for you. Now, and then also, this is going to be my 2.1 point. <laughs> but also, you talk about, you know, down payment assistance. And I think sometimes we're so quick to go to straight into down, down payment assistance when um, we can also think about other alternatives to, to saving up. I mean, obviously, one is just saving. And, and sometimes if you look at what you're spending and you cut back on certain things, you can find that you can save a significant amount of money month after month over time. And 
um, you can put together a savings plan that maybe will have you where you need to be in six months, right? Or um, you talked about needing a car. Sometimes you don't need two cars. Sometimes you can. I say two cars. I'm, I'm just saying. Cars. I know, but this is my two point whatever point. So Are just let me roll with Are it. Well, I'm just saying you can sell assets, you know, to get a down payment, and then you can also get gifts from friends. So you, what I'm saying is, with that, you don't necessarily have to go straight away to the down payment assistance programs. You can look and to see, okay, what other things do I have or what other things are um are am i able to to get access to okay, okay. that's my other point all right so the first thing to your con is of course if a person doesn't need the down payment assistance then they shouldn't take it so if you don't qualify then that kind of sort of means that you don't necessarily need it okay another thing is there's tools there's um programs there's things available to people who need them that don't have the knowledge of it so when you talk about the uh, usda loan that's what it is see i knew the name that'll be below for you so with a usda loan you buy in a rural area well winchester here is a considered you can do a usda loan so it's not like you know some country bumpkin town mm -hmm. is uh, some places that are considered considered a rural area that's not you know way out in the sticks. So a lot of the programs that are available, people don't even know about them, so they can't take advantage of them, and people need them. So when we take the down payments uh, debate into consideration. People who don't need down payment assistance shouldn't take it. I'm not, you know, debating that at all. But there's a certain percentage of potential homeowners that if provided with the opportunity to take advantage of a program like down payment assistance, it would greatly help them and allow them to become a homeowner, whereas they may have to wait. There's my second point. You saying wait and save money. You know, and I know, in six months, the median price of a home can be even higher. Things can change. So by the time you're waiting, the price of a home is going higher than you probably want. The second thing is, you be you have to lock yourself while you're waiting. You lock yourself into another lease or another situation where you're paying, uh, tying yourself into a lease or a contract and also putting money towards something that you're not going to own. Okay, I, I get that. Um, however, that is why I say get with a loan officer, get with a realtor as soon as possible. Like, don't wait until your lease is up in three months. Get with me 12 months. Like, if you've, if you've just signed your lease now and you know that you wanna move next year, let's get together, let's talk so that you can know all your options and that stuff so that you can be um, well-informed. Now, to your point, I I agree with you that there are um, a set of homebuyers that, that if it wasn't for this program, um, that then they wouldn't be able to buy. So I definitely, definitely see your point and everything else like that. But my third point would be um, that 
some mortgage companies don't do uh, down payment assistance programs. Absolutely. Um, one is, and this they probably won't even tell you, but it is costly for them to do it. Um, sometimes they lose they make money. Less money. Yeah, and sometimes they, they lose money. money when they when they do it. <clears throat> um, and not to give them pros or cons, but um, what they do is is that they pass the fees and and the losses on to you in the long run. So another question that I just want you to ask is, okay, what are the fees that are going to get tacked on to this? Should I get down payment assistance? And sometimes uh, you you can see that it could even itself out as far as, uh, you know, maybe you have this down payment assistance, but what's that going to cost in the long run for you um, to, to for them to do that for you? Mm -hmm. um, so that is another con. Mm -hmm. So again, just something for you to consider. You have a rebuttal. Um, on that point, I agree with. Not every mortgage company participates in down payment assistance program, so that's definitely a con. Um, have I rendered you speechless? No, you haven't rendered me speechless at all. Um, we'll get into it later, but there's a certain percentage of people who is in their best interest that they get down payment assistance. Those that is not in their best interest, you know, it's the same thing as you can get pre-approved for a low dollar amount. And some loan officers, you know, not the ones that we deal with, but yeah. some loan officers don't even want to work with you. Some realtors don't even want to work with you if you get pre-approved for a low dollar amount. Um, that's a great area. So if a person can buy a house, but the only way that they can buy a house is with down payment assistance, and mm -hmm. if a person doesn't want to work with them, it's a great area. It's kind of their choice, but it's kind of a, a form of discrimination. So it's like, I only will work with you unless you buy a $500,000 house yeah. versus if you can qualify to buy a home and there's an available home and that price range available. Mm -hmm. We, you know, I'll work with you whether you buy a two hundred thousand dollar house or a two million dollar house. Yeah. So you want to work with a realtor, a loan officer, anybody that's willing to work with you based on your particular situation and your um, needs. But as far as, especially in this market, if you're waiting to see if you get down payment assistance or, um, you know, you have to put that into the factor. It definitely can be a con and some because they get paid less money or they don't like to do the extra paperwork mm -hmm. they don't even tell you about the down payment assistance that's available yeah um, well another con is is that it can slow the process down because there's more paperwork that's involved so um, you know if you were looking to close really quickly and things like that sometimes that can um, it can delay the process a little bit just because there's just more paperwork that you have to fill out um, and things like that. So that is mm -hmm. another another con. Um, do you have any other pros that you want to share? Absolutely. Okay. So the biggest thing that I want to bring up is not everybody needs down payment assistance, but there's some people who have exactly the amount to purchase a home, the down payment that they need. It's also their savings so you go and deplete your savings put all your savings into buying a house and now you've depleted your savings whereas if you got down payment assistance 
you were able to keep your savings for a rainy day, emergency fund, and things like that. So down payment assistance can be extremely beneficial because you, if you have the choice of depleting your savings and putting it for down payment or not being able to buy a house to keep your savings, then you got to weigh your options out. So if you got down payment assistance, you'll be able to keep your savings and have the down payment to purchase a home. That is boom, boom. It's very true. Very true indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that then another kind would be um, having having that skin in the game. When you have um, your own down payment that is saved up, that is ready to go, um, whether it's 3%, whether it's 20%, when you have that ready to go, you have skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's more ownership for you. Again, I've already talked about, you know, the the interest rate that won't get, you know, touched. And then, you know, you're talking about additional fees. Mm -hmm. um, but that skin in the game actually really helps, especially just in in the pride as a homeowner. I mean, so that would be my con too. Okay, you go. So this one is my strongest con that I agree with. Okay. You know, the more... Oh, wait, so you're on my cons now? Yeah. Do you have any pros left? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. This isn't only, fair. Only one more. I only have one more. It's my final one. It's my final so, one. So you dipping into my cons? No, I'm saying I actually agree. Oh, okay. I agree. So this is the, out of all your cons, this is the one that I agree with the most. I had some really, <laughs> wait a minute. Excuse me, everybody. I had some really strong cons I here. I did. I said I agree with this one the most. I came with homework. Right. You didn't expect me to come with my sheets of paper, I see? I came with experience, man. So anyway, back to y'all. Back to back to the pocket. Okay. So this one I agree with because it's just like you don't have to put PMI. PMI is mortgage insurance. Right. So if you put twenty percent down, you don't have to have PMI. But there are some conventional programs where you only put three percent down and don't have to pay PMI. Yeah. But the more you put down for your down payment, whether it's from assistance, you gift, whatever the lower chances that you will walk away from the house. So the more money, the more sacrifice, the more hard work that you put in to obtain something, it's gonna be that much harder for you to walk away from it. Um, so if you work to save money for a down payment and you put that towards a house, you're gonna probably work a little bit more harder not to lose that house or yeah. to you know walk away from it. Um, or to default on your mortgage. So that's why they have a different uh, sliding scale of taking a risk with a homeowner. Mm -hmm. So that I agree with. So the more that you put, if you have something given to you, easy come, easy go. Right. But if you have to work for something, you hold that staying power. So yeah. um, that's like adulting at the highest level. <laughs> <laughs> if you work for something versus having it given to you, um, odds are you're going to take care of it and you're yep. going to hold on to it a lot better. But my final point here, okay. and this is the biggest thing of all, when you receive down payment assistance or just the fact of down payment assistance, it helps a lot of minorities become homeowners. So due to inflation, the housing shortage, and income disparities, coming up with a down payment has become increasingly more difficult. 
So like I said, 10 year, I did a 10 year challenge on social media and I'll show what you could buy a house for 10 years ago, what you yeah. got to buy a house for today. Yeah, we'll, so, re we'll repost that. We're going to so repost that this week. In a down market or 10 years ago or a normal market, if you take your security deposit mm -hmm. that you have to pay to rent a house plus that first month, that's right around 3%, three and a half. It was right around 3%, right, 3.5%. Yeah. So it's like by the time I pay the down pay, the security deposit, the mm -hmm. first month's rent, that's pretty close to what the down payment people would need to put down a house. So when the prices of houses go up from 150 to 350, 400, that's no longer a security deposit in first month's rent. Yeah. And then another thing is, if I have to save three thousand dollars and I make, you know, three to five thousand dollars a month, if I cut some things and you know move some things around, mm -hmm. I can probably come up with that in a couple months. But now when I have to come up with ten, twelve, fourteen thousand. It takes me much longer to come up with a down payment. Very so true. while all that's going on, other people are becoming homeowners. Mm -hmm. And so just like you have um, student loans. Mm -hmm. So because I can't pay for my college, I shouldn't be able to go to college. It's the same thing with down payment assistance. And, what's, and what's the difference between a VA loan? And down payment assistance, a VA loan, they don't put down anything. It's 100% financing. They have a VA funding fee that's yeah. a little bit more expensive, and that's some of the fees that you're talking about. So uh, the difference between, what's the difference between a low to moderate income borrower and a VA borrower? So uh, a low to moderate income borrower should have access to some type of program similar to VA. My biggest point, and, and again, this is my, this is how I feel. This is how we feel. 75% of homeowners don't need down payment assistance. Yeah. But about 25 do. Truly and do, for yeah. that 25 that do, they should have access to down payment assistance because there's a reason why it's needed. Mm. So when you look at the income disparities, you talk about, um, if you look at minorities in between minorities and non-minorities and the rate of home ownership, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's extremely lopsided. Very. And so my last thing is when you had World War II, when all the um, soldiers were coming home from World War II, mm -hmm. it was like they needed to get back into the job force. Yeah. They needed to get home. Uh, families were without their, you know, father or whoever was in the um, military. Yep. And they came up with the GI Bill. Yes. So the GI Bill provided money to uh, go to college or take up mm -hmm. a trade. Um, and then they also gave a below market interest rate, which is a form of assistance mm -hmm. um, to buy a home. To buy a home. Mm -hmm. Guess who got left out in the GI Bill? Minorities. So not only so what happened was you had everybody like if you take like a like a Harlem or New York City. So everybody lived in a city. So when they came out with this GI Bill, they started the whole like what we have here, master plan communities. Mm -hmm. So people started to move from those crowded inner cities 
into the suburbs. Yeah. That's that was the birth of the suburbs when they came out with the GI Bill and they built all the master plan communities, track homes, and things like that. Right. And so it allowed people to move out of that inner city, that high populated congested city, out into the suburbs. But for minorities and black people, they didn't have access to the GI Bill, so they didn't get to move in the suburbs. Nope. They get to, didn't get to buy a home where they wanted to buy it, yeah. and, and they were um, passed over. And then that was even before the whole discrimination. So when you take a whole, uh, I'm not going to say a race of people, a yeah. few races of people yeah. that have been severely affected by discrimination, racism yeah, systemic racism yeah, yeah not access to programs if you give a, like something like a down payment assistance it's still like a, a drop in the bucket but it's something mm -hmm. that can help the disparities and even not even on a, a racism level for anybody that can get down payment assistance it helps to compete with the corporations from buying houses because they're not even owner-occupied people. Right, right. So, that's more and that's a major problem of having more investors buying than owner-occupied people. So yeah. my biggest thing is, yes, we're not saying that if you uh, have the choice of getting down payment assistance and not, I agree with you, don't get down payment assistance if you have a choice. Mm -hmm. But there's, like I said, about 20, 25% of people yeah. who don't have a choice. Yep. Now, if you have a choice, you got the money for the down payment or and you can get down payment assistance, by all means, it's going to be cheaper for the long run, mm -hmm. over 30 years and fees and things like that for you to put your own down payment assistance down. But for those who couldn't buy a house if they didn't get down payment assistance, those people shouldn't be prevented or discouraged from getting it. I agree. I actually agree with that. All right. Can I do I get do I get a closing argument? Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. It's hard to, it might be a little hard to follow. I mean that was that's hard to follow. Not gonna lie. That was really hard to follow. Um, and so therefore, one, let me just say, I do definitely agree with you. And y'all, just so y'all know, this was all in fun. Um, and again, this was to provide you with information. Um, what I will say on the cons um, is that um, there's always a price for something. Mm -hmm. So with the cons that I provided, again, there are more questions to go to your loan officer and to ask them, is this something that you do? What are the fees associated with it? What are the restrictions? What are the requirements? Um, and really see if that that is the right thing to do for you. Um, again, if it is, then go for it. And find a realtor that is gonna help you, that's gonna back you, um, and that's gonna help you find the home for you with that assistance um but um there's always a price to pay for something so you just want to make sure you keep that in mind when you are considering down payment assistance mm -hmm. but regardless whether you do do take down uh, down payment assistance or whether you have your own down payment saved up um you know our goal is to help educate you, inform you, help you make informed decisions, and help you build wealth through owning real estate. So I hope 
Is that good? Was that a good? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. We definitely enjoyed putting it together for you. Um, we still love each other, uh, but <laughs> but we had to argue it out for you um, just so that you knew the pros and the cons. Well, guys, uh, before you leave, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe right there. Press that button down there. Make sure you also hit the bell so that you're notified every time we upload new content. All right, guys, have a great week. Oh, that was in my way. Have a great week and we will see you guys next time. Bye.